humans of the internet, welcome to the PlayStation Report, episode 73. I'm one of your dudes, Frank, alongside my good friend, Tyler. Yep. Tell them how you doing. I'm doing all right. How about you? Yo, I am. I had some dental work this afternoon. It might be hard to talk. They they pumped me full of Novocaine. Uh, mm. Getting a crown put on my f- fake tooth. They had to do another impression today because the last time they did it, uh, it didn't work all that well because some of my gums were overlapping the base of my broken tooth. Mm-hmm. So they cleared that out today, cut the shit out of my gums. Ouch. Now I'm really sore. I tried some pain meds. They're yeah. sort of working. It's bearable to talk now. Yeah. But we should have a good show today. Yeah. yeah. That's not fun. The dentist is like the least fun place in the world you know after having a root canal nothing scares me at the dentist anymore i'm like yeah damn it just get it over with i gotta imagine that's that's uh very painful it is they literally pull a nerve out of your head yeah fuck that that's uh that's about as metal as you can get at the dentist's office yeah except the other metal thing they did, so the previous uh, temporary one that I had on, they had to actually drill off, so they like were drilling it, and it was coming out piece by piece, and that was just a weird thing to witness. Mm-hmm. Like them putting a drill in my mouth and come pulling out pieces of tooth. Yeah. Well, it was fake tooth, but it still, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I just, I just can't stand it. Even if I'm just going to get my teeth cleaned or something, I just. <laughs> absolutely cannot stand the dentist i can't, can't stand him scraping my teeth i can't stand the, some air in me the sound of that <laughs> drill man when they get yeah. the drill pumping high and when mm-hmm. like when it's not like cooling properly and you can smell it overheating oh man yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> well ropes i'm sure we lost someone there who really hates mouth stuff <laughs> maybe you know, sometimes mouth stuff can be all right, though. Um, I, I have nowhere to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can explain it to you. Well, with please, my mouth, <laughs> please do. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Hold on. Don't don't do that. Let, let's, I can, no, no, OK, let, let's just talk about video games here, because this is a video <laughs> game show. <laughs> talk about what we've been playing because i i ain't i ain't having any more mouth talk i ain't either mm. so so what you've been playing i got to play i've been playing some stuff um some good stuff uh played some more batman arkham asylum i'm feel like i'm closing in towards the end of that game that game's a lot of fun um played i started and i've played the first two episodes of telltale's uh the walking dead new frontier uh probably won't talk about that until i i finish it um let's see what else did i fucking play i played until dawn i have finished until dawn um i've been playing through this game with my uh fiance who you know does not like video games at all but she likes horror stuff and i'm like i convinced her i'm like this is a horror game where it's it's like a you know horror story but you make your own choices and stuff and she loved it mm. like she loved 
she didn't play it at all. Like I played the game, but, but I let her make all the decisions for the most part. And, uh, it, it was cool. And by the end we were like, well, we definitely could have made some better decisions along the way. And maybe some people would still be alive, but you know what? Fuck it. We're here. And you know, these were the snap decisions that we ended up making everything. That's a really good game. I, I, I like it. If you are into any of the like telltale games, or if you played life is strange, any adventure games of that sort of style, um, of just, here's a story, but you make choices along the way sort of thing. I think until dawn is definitely towards the top and it's definitely a very cool exclusive for Sony to have like none of the other, you know, console manufacturers have anything like this. And and this is a, it's, you know, it's a smaller game and everything. It only took maybe six or seven hours to get through, but it has some good replay value to it. And it, it's actually just really well made. Um, it has a lot of like tropes, horror tropes and everything, but, but it's cool. And it can be genuinely creepy at times. And it, looks gorgeous and it has great mystery to it throughout the whole thing. And I liked it. I I think if you're into those games, definitely, definitely check this game out. I I enjoy it. I mean, I know it was free for PlayStation plus very recently. So if you uh, end up grabbing it, check it out. It's a, it's a good, good exclusive for Sony. And I'm excited for a new one. If they make a new one. If you're listening right now, you're actually too late because it's already switched over to the new PS Plus games this month. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you grabbed it last month. Hope so. Um, Played Pyre. Mm. Mm. I've only played about two hours, maybe an hour and a half around. Um, I really like this game. I very much like this game. it's it is so much fun to play and it brings me so much joy to play it um it's it's a little bit different than i thought like it's a lot more reading than i thought it was going to be uh which i don't mind you know i i don't don't mind reading and all that stuff and it, it lets you kind of paint a little bit of a picture in your head because you know it's not all just dialogue. They do have like some more, uh, you know, pieces there to like narrate, you know, setting up a scene or something like that. Like, Oh, Woody walks out to with his dick out of his pants, like stuff like that. And he gazes into the sky like that sort of stuff. And I think that's cool. And you can kind of just picture how you want, because also like, this is probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can just kind of imagine as they're kind of narrating what's going on, you can picture them there in the area that you're at and picture in your head. I kind of like it. I think it's cool. Um, however, I think early on in the game, it takes a little bit too long for it to get going in that. It's just a lot of fucking like dialogue and reading thrown at you. And then one because you end up doing your first uh, right or whatever. And you're like, wow, that was fucking fun. 
I just want to keep doing that. And then it's like, here's this long section of like, here's, here's this. Explain how to do that. Not, 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 that. And I'm like, fuck, I just want to get this shit. But once, once it actually gets going, I, I, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I think the actual gameplay though, the actual sport that you're playing is obviously the highlight of this. And I just love how much, how deep it is. You know, it's, you know, setting up your team, equipping them with certain stuff, you know, the 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 skills that they can unlock and all that stuff. It, it just there's such a wide array of combinations of things in putting teams together and stuff. And it can get it got way more intense than I thought it was going to get pretty early on. And and I like that shit. I, I it's it's a lot of fun. And I love when. Uh, you just kind of like squeak by and you're like, fuck mm-hmm. it. Dude. I made it. Although I, I don't know if it happened with you. Um, I feel sometimes these characters can be certain ones can be a little, um, and it, I just got to get used to it, but like a little, uh, I'm trying to think how to put it like floaty in a weird way of like, mm. uh, I am, uh, so Rookie, gosh, what's his you're, name? you're probably talking Rookie. about rookie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's really quick. So I'm like, so yeah, I just grabbed the, a little bit. Yeah. And exactly like i'm running around i got a clear fucking shot to their pyre and but i'm running around the back and i just need to turn and like chop in to it to score or whatever and sometimes he like doesn't stop where i want him to stop and then it, he goes around a little bit too far and and then i end up getting banished or some shit or something. you know that happens sometimes but it's more of just you got to get used to it and everything but mm-hmm. It's a blast. I yeah, love because the, he, um, he works kind of like a dog. You know how dogs yeah. just sometimes overrun things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the um, God. And I'm blanking on what it's called, but like the the challenges that you can do or whatever. I ended up doing the first one uh, and I did it with Rookie, I think. And it was like oh, oh, the the oh, this. Uh, gosh, I know what they call about the one. The one where you use the. The gem, the the yeah, uh, yes, the scholars scholar prophecies. I'm not. Mm. I, I I need to look it up after after uh, this. I'm, I'm gonna pull up. It'll be on the trophy list. But I'll, yeah, I'll, it, that's where I was gonna go to. It's it's really bothering me. But I like those things too. Of like, uh, it's just you by yourself. Except you're against three enemies that are pretty tough, but their pyre is at half health already or whatever. But, you know, it's going to be a challenge and it's going to be hard for you to get through. But if you get through it, you'll get a really cool item, stuff like that. It's cool. And I, I like the soundtrack. I love the art. I like the story so far. It's it's very interesting, and I am stoked to play okay, more. Okay, so they're called Scribe Trials. Scribe Trials, yes. It began with an S, but I was blanking on the name. But um, it's cool. I, I like I like the feeling of it. Like, yeah, I'm going on a journey, sort of thing. And and uh, I like the, the characters are probably one of the best parts about the game. Mm-hmm. They're all really. Who's cool. your favorite character so far? Uh, I like Rookie a lot. And I like uh, Jodariel. I think she's pretty fucking cool. And um, fuck, I'm blanking on his name, too. I'm like blanking on everybody's fucking name. Um, Headwin? Not Headwin. Uh, I don't know him. Oh. 
Uh, he has a fucking hat. You ended up running oh, into the minstrels. Yeah, the minstrels. Yeah, minstrel. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. He's kind of, I know. I like him. He's a little bit of a mystery. I don't know how I feel about him yet, but mm. some good stuff. Did you meet in the little bird? Did you Tizo. meet with the girl? Uh, yeah. What did the, you name her? What did you name her? I named her Shay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, you probably, <laughs> once I saw Shay, I'm like, I got to. Yeah. You, you, okay. you know, kind of an inside thing. You you probably, you know why, but I know why. Yeah. What would you name her? Bay. Yeah, I, I was thinking Bay, but I'm like, mm. I'll, I'll be different. I'll go with Shay. So, yeah, I, I'm super excited to play more. It, it's it's cool. I platinumed it. Yeah, I saw it. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it'll be super hard. Like, did a lot of the trophies just come naturally or a lot of them did? I've, I want to say by the end of the game, I was at like 67 percent or so. Um, some of the challenges, some of the trophies involve activating these things called Titan Stars, which you'll gain access to later in the game. I think after you do your first liberation right, um, you'll be able to do Titan Stars, which if you're familiar with Halo, they're kind of like Halo skulls. Each one does mm-hmm. something different to modify it to make it harder. And um, uh, one of the trophies is to beat again, beat a master AI uh, team with six or more titan stones active and the trick to that really is just picking the correct titan stones Mm -hmm. like there are certain ones that don't screw you over as much as others yeah but yeah it was fun i i I actually enjoyed going back and uh getting that platinum doing Mm -hmm. those doing those challenges in the versus mode so how long did it take you to finish the game i want to say 16 hours yeah, because I've heard it's, it's a lot longer than most people thought, mm. which is good. You know, did you think it overstayed its welcome? No, man, I freaking loved it. Once you figure uh-huh. out like the overall arc, what where what your end goal is, it's really I couldn't put the controller down. Like once I figured out I hit a certain <laughs> plot point, I was like, I'm finishing this game. And then it was like two in the morning and I finished the game, but I had work the next day. So I'm not sure if I won. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it it's very addicting, I think, you know, especially once you, you win or you kind of squeak out one that's close or whatever. And it's like, dude, this loop is just fucking fantastic. Yeah. Towards, towards, uh, the second half of the game, you start doing rights, like more bang, 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 like right after the other. So it, it does accelerate towards the end. Once you, mm-hmm. once you've gathered most of your party. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pyre. It's very good. Um, played limbo. Mm. Do we want to talk about that now or why don't we do you fucking want to go? let's fucking do it right now? All right. So I played through Limbo. You played through Inside Correct. because we didn't play through those games. But, you know, I played Inside and you've played Limbo before. So mm-hmm. we flip flopped, played through them. Both have played Ed's games. I'm curious how you feel about Inside. I was actually a little disappointed. Really? Like, I feel like the puzzles were a little bit tedious, a lot of going back and forth, like a lot of you have to go do this thing and then backtrack and go do this other thing. I I felt like there was a lot of that in uh, Inside that where Limbo didn't, I don't remember it being quite as much like that. 
So, so no. the puzzles puzzles weren't nearly like as fun to me. They felt tedious. Um, but the overall environment and atmosphere I felt was pretty on par for what it was. It, it did end really weirdly, and I was like, eh, "Is that what was the message here?" Yeah, it, that's how I felt. Most people that I heard talk about inside was like, "Dude, that ending is just the best fucking ending in all video games. It's the best ending I've ever seen in my whole life." And I played it when I played through it. I was just kind of like, you know, it's it's fine. You know, it's like really did did we win here? Yeah. Did anybody it's, win here? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's safe to say we're going to get into a little bit of a spo- some spoilers here. These games are old. Go play them because they're both pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I thought it was pretty crazy when you first became that big blob fucking thing and you're mm-hmm. like blowing the shit out of everything. But then, you know, the very end, I was like, you know, you know, eh. Like I thought the the game just had such a incredible mystery to it the whole time, and then that was the end, and I was kind of like, man, it just didn't go where I wanted it to go personally. Uh, mm. Yeah, fuck that little water bitch though. Yeah, that, she's that was, fucking that was creepy. A, that man. was the most terrifying part of the game. It was, and it really like. It seriously gives you like feels of like you you just feel like you absolutely have to get through that as quick as possible. And like, yeah, you do in the game, but like you feel scared actually playing it. Mm -hmm. It's cool. I played that game uh, the first time I played through that section. I I just turned the lights out. It's just me. No one was home. No, like this is fucking terrifying. It looks like they tore straight from like the ring. Pretty much. Like, yeah. That's what she looked like. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I did. I was pretty. I was kind of disappointed with Limbo. Oh, were you? Compared to Inside, really? which is hilarious. For what reasons? Um, <sighs> Limbo just fucking pissed me off a lot. Mm. It's it's, you know, Inside with its puzzles and everything, I enjoyed them. And yeah, you die a lot and everything, but I liked getting through them. And, you know, I, I thought they were, they were fun to do. Whereas not everyone, but there was more puzzles in limbo that just fucking infuriated me than fucking any thing in inside for the most part. And I see what, with inside, I felt it was way better paced than Limbo. You know, there's such a great mystery in both games, but I felt like in inside you actually got to appreciate it at times. And, you know, just kind of you, you're just wandering a little bit more and it, it has a little bit more standout moments like that, you know, bitch in the water or, um, you know, when you're going up to the glass, at, you know, towards the end in, in everything or when you get in that fucking line of strange shit and stuff where I felt like in limbo, it was just constantly one fucking thing after another thing. And it never slowed down enough for me to really just appreciate it. I know I'm probably very much in the minority for this and everything, but I just wish it slowed 
down a little bit. It was like, okay, cool. I got through that puzzle. Oh wait, there's another one. I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to die 10 more fucking times. And I'm going to be here another 30 minutes before I figure this out or whatever. And it was just like, I just wish it just calmed down a little bit as I was playing it. Cause at times I thought it was very cool. And I liked its very minimalistic art style and in all that stuff. And opposite to inside, I kind of thought the ending to Limbo was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about the ending. I liked it. I, I really liked the ending of Limbo. Yeah, because any it, it has like, a resolution. It, it feels like it actually yeah. has a resolution at the like. It, yeah. And like, I think one of the best parts about both of these games is that, you know, you can kind of anyone can interpret those games any way they want in a way like there's no set thing of like this is the fucking story this is what the ending meant which i like um in the mysteries and everything that play dead creates is just fantastic um but i just felt yeah, the ending of Limbo is definitely better, in my opinion, than the ending of Inside, because you see the ending at one point in the game, sort of. And then you have to go back because you get those little fucking condom bugs on your head that mm-hmm. fuck you up and make you go the direct in only one direction. You're you're going over and to so you can have the light shine on your head to switch back to go the other way. And then as you're going back the other way, you're you expect to go back to the what you just saw. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen at all. And it's like shit has just gone crazy. And now you have to go through these fucking awful, horrible things. Um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then I felt like with Inside, you knew the ending was coming up. Mm-hmm. Like you knew you were getting there. Whereas Limbo just kind of ended in a way of like. I guess they just thought this is the last puzzle. This is the last one they wanted to fucking create. There we go. You know, yeah, I it, feel I feel like uh, there, uh, was a, there was a very clear horizon on Limbo, whereas like it, se- it seemed like it like for inside there was there was you couldn't see five feet in front of you. Like, yeah, you didn't know what was next in uh, in it. And inside, like you didn't mm-hmm. know if it was going like what direction it was going to go. Whereas I, I feel like you had a in Limbo, your objective seemed like the objective of the boy in Limbo seemed pretty clear. Go find, go find uh, your mother or whoever that was at the end. Yeah, but yeah. In, in inside, you have no clue what the little boy's even doing there. Like, no. why is he even there? Why not? I don't know. That insides, I don't know. I think I might like the overall story of Limbo a little bit better, but the gameplay of Inside better, mm-hmm. and just the the mystery of Inside a little bit better. Um, I don't hold these games as as uh, highly as I feel a lot of people do, though. Like I think they are fantastic games, and they are well made. But they don't like change my life or change video how I look at video games to me, you know, mm-hmm. personally. I just think they're proof that, uh, you know, 2D platformers can still be cool. 2D linear platformers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think that might be part of uh, Limbo's problem for you. Maybe like the platforming in Limbo was a little less forgiving. 
Yeah. The, the it, climbing was a lot less forgiving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, one thing that I that just drives me fucking nuts in 2D platformers is you only see a certain portion mm-hmm. of what's on your screen. And you finally get through where you're at and you're like, awesome, I made it. But you don't know what's over here, mm-hmm. what's to the right or to the left or whatever that that probably could potentially just immediately fucking kill you. And it's just this constant trial and error. And I felt with Limbo's gameplay, that's what happened a lot of times where it's like, oh, I finally got to this thing and I'm just kind of, I'm falling down and falling down. I, you know, might just have to fall to the bottom. Oh shit. That's where I'm supposed to go. I didn't know I needed to just jump up there because you know, why not? But it's like, I finally just got through that. And now it's this type mm-hmm. of thing. And then once I get through this, now it's that, that, always just and it's a challenging game and, and it's a rewarding game when you finally finish it you finally get through it you kind of pump your fist you're like fuck yes finally and i think inside's the same mm-hmm. way but inside is definitely easier than limbo absolutely but i just enjoyed not because it's easier i just flat out enjoyed doing the puzzles of inside more than limbo but i agree with you there is a lot more backtracking Especially that one puzzle where you had to like gather all those body bodies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The one puzzle in inside that fucking threw me for a loop was I think it was kind of towards the end where I think you were playing around with water. It was either water or gravity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The it, one with the where you had like to keep the door open, but be able to go over at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That I think it was that one. That that one threw me for a loop, and for some reason I got stuck. But then you get through it, and you're like, "Well, that was fucking stupid. I don't know why I just got stuck there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> I, I recommend playing through both of them. Yeah, sure, they're though. they're both pretty damn good games. I I I, I I love their atmosphere. Like they have a very cool atmosphere yeah. to them. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's all it feels uneasy playing these games like and they're definitely good games to play in the dark absolutely and they they do a good job of instilling some type of feeling in you mm-hmm. and in making you feel kind of uncomfortable and they also between both games do a fantastic job with like ambient noise yes yes and I love sound the- design mm-hmm. both games are fucking well done in that regard yeah, Excited to see what's next from them. Yeah, I I would welcome a new game from Playdead. Yeah, I imagine it'll be kind of in the same style for sure, because that seems to be what they do well, but they do it. How many more colors well. are they going to use? Yeah, they who knows? Black and white to kind of like a desaturated kind of mm-hmm. look in uh, inside. I wonder, yeah. what, what if their next thing is just so bright and colorful, like... <laughs> Why not? It's like fucking pyre. Mm hmm. Oh, God. In terms of color, that'd be cool. I, I will say, though, both games are brutal as shit. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, and they, when you die, you die. <laughs> yeah, the first time I got caught by a dog, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. this, this is not for kids. <laughs> yeah, in in Limbo, there's a few puzzles where there's a saw, mm. and if you don't make the jump right, wow! <laughs> how do you how do you feel about spiders now? <laughs> you know, they're okay. That 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 part was was fine it was the part with with the with the saw where the gravity puzzles the gravity puzzles were a pain in the ass but not as bad as there was there's this one puzzle in limbo where um you step on a button and it starts a big circular saw and you gotta get to a platform up here and you gotta time you're getting one box out and starting the other one to get the drop and you grab the one box you pull it over to the other one then you got to push it over in time in front of the saw climb on top of it and then hope you you're close enough to jump that is the one puzzle that like i knew exactly what i had to do but i swear it probably took me 20 fucking tries to get through it was oh man it was pissing me off it's like the box would be on you know they would fall on each other correctly and I'd push it over, but the top box would, I just, I was moving too fast. The top box would just kind of move a little bit because both games are very physic. You know, they have a lot of physics in them and everything. So the top box would just move a little bit. So by the time I climbed on it, it started to fall down and I would fall right into the saw. Mm. I'm like, fucking Christ. Or I wouldn't push it far enough. Mm. I'm like, fuck. That pump just pissed me off. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Inside limbo, play that. It's all mm-hmm. good stuff. That's all I've been playing. Uh, you play anything new? Um, other than did you start a new game this week? I hmm. No. <laughs> um, but I. Well, I kind of played a little bit of a beta. I played like basically the first tutorial mission of uh, Dreadnought. That's an open beta right now. You can go mm. download that. Um, it's a ship combat game. Um, my initial impressions, like very initial, uh, I just played the tutorial, is that the ships move a little bit slow for my tastes, but you are flying around giant capital ships rather yeah. than the smaller ships I'm used to in Elite Dangerous. Right. Um, other than that, I... I've been putting dipping my toes in Fortnite every now and then. Uh, I played a lot of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. And I, I actually uh, played with some uh, just some random Waypoint fans. I'm in their Discord, and they were having a whole discussion, grouping up to play some uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I grouped up with a few of them, and man, whew, that was that was fun. Squads are fun, man. Like yeah. I had a, I had a pretty awesome double kill where there was this one guy attacking my teammate. I popped him with a scar and then my teammates screamed at me like there's a guy behind you and there was a guy guy behind me. So as I was doing a 180, I switched to my shotgun and he whiffed with his shotgun as I was turning and then I just blasted him right in the face. Nice. <laughs> Man. That's awesome. Mm. I, so, I am so fucking stoked to play that game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I cannot wait until that game comes to consoles. I'm not sure how <laughs> I've gotten so used to playing that game with mouse and keyboard. I'm not yeah. sure how how I'll take to mm-hmm. playing on a game pad. Yeah, huh. I think it, you know, they may or may not care. 
but you know some you know websites and outlets and all that stuff you know they might have it against their policy to give game of the year to an early access game but this game's really making everybody rethink that stuff mm-hmm. so you know it's kind of i think it's kind of important that they do launch the whole game mm-hmm. at some point this I, year i think they will i, I think I, they it, will too but from good from playing it in like in early access i've been playing it for a couple of months now and seeing the progress it's it's making and like the types of changes they're making aren't like they aren't making huge changes to the game like it's just minor stuff a lot of bug fixes a lot of just like experimental features that they might want to end up putting in the end like maybe uh, microtransactions and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but other than that like it's it seems like a complete game it feels like a complete experience playing it yeah it's awesome i feel like this game could definitely be up there and for game of the year for a lot by, of people by no means is it nearly as janky as a bethesda studios game like i want to put that out there clear like th- this game might have some jank but it's not a bethesda studios jank yeah it's just every once in a while like you run into like there's a i'm not sure if it's a glitch but apparently cones you can't like there the, there's these set of cones in this town that are unmovable and if you hit them with a car your car will like flip or stop <laughs> the cones won't move nice but there it's just little stuff like that it's not like the game actually like the game hasn't crashed on me since i've started playing it mm. that's good but yeah, that, that's about it for the games I've been playing. Do you think Pyre is going to make August top downloads? Uh, not top download, but it'll be on that list in the top ten. I'm going to guess in the top ten. I'm going to guess in the top five, just based yeah. on how much it's being talked about in games media. I feel like that has a large influence, mm-hmm. and it is a good game, a very good game, one of yeah. my favorite and games of the year. <laughs> based off of there's not a whole lot out right now mm-hmm. although it's about to avalanche everybody but you know we shall see but we do have accurate numbers on july's top downloads on the playstation store yeah and how about you get us started on the playstation 4 games here let's do that uh playstation 4 top downloads july um number 20 elite dangerous number 19 arc survival evolved 18 mad max 17 mlb the show 17 16 how to survive 2 15 ghost recon wildlands 14 battlefield 1 13 madden 17 12 star wars battlefront ultimate edition 11 final fantasy 12 the zodiac age 10 uh, ea sports ufc 2 9 Ratchet and Clank, 8 Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, 7 Minecraft, 6 GTA 5, 5 Rocket League, 4 Friday the 13th The Game, 3 God of War 3 Remastered, 2 Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition in number 1 Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Holy shit. <laughs> Clean it up shop. Mm. Um I'd like to. I think that a lot of this, uh, for at least for July, uh, these numbers are influenced a lot by sales. Yeah. 
But uh, yes. I, I saw I saw something on Twitter. It, I didn't put it in our stories, but did you see that this year is going to be Take Two's highest grossing year? Just really? based on GTA Five Online. Holy shit! Like GTA Five has only grown. It's it is this is the biggest year for GTA Five. That's crazy. That is insane. Wow. You, you gotta wonder when Red Dead two launches you know it'll probably have something like red dead online or whatever gotta wonder how much they'll keep supporting gta 5 online like supporting it with new content Mm -hmm. you know obviously they'll keep it up and running it because it makes a lot of money but imagine if they could somehow support both they would be rolling in the cash man Mm -hmm. um that's crazy that is just insane but crash bandicoot Taking the top download uh, for July, and it, I mean, it also did well retail that we went over last week. Mm-hmm. So that game, I would imagine, has done pretty damn well for itself. Yeah, and which is good. You've got to imagine there's there's something going on with Crash. Yeah. Uh, wow. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna get us on these PS Vita games down here. At number 10 is Killzone Mercenary. At number 9, Sly Collection PS Vita. At number 8, Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition. At number 7, Little Big Planet PS Vita. Number 6, Gravity Rush. Number 5, Ratchet and Clank Collection. Number 4, Adventure Time, The Secret of the Nameless Kingdom. At number 3, Uncharted Golden Abyss. At number 2, Jack and Daxter Collection. And at number 1, God of War Collection PS Vita. I don't think there's any new games in there for the month. No. That stinks. Hmm. But we'll get to we'll get to some excitement later about the PlayStation yeah, Vita. Definitely. Uh, PlayStation Classics number 10 Resident Evil Code Veronica X. 9 Crash Bandicoot 3 Warp. 8 Castlevania Symphony of the Night. 7 Fatal Fury Battle Archives Volume 2. 6 Crash Bandicoot. 5 Psychonauts. Four Samurai Showdown, six Three Bully, two The King of Fighters, two thousand number one Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. You know, GTA and Bully and stuff have always been on this PlayStation Classics list every month, pretty much. I wonder how much money they actually make off of them. I'm sure they make a solid amount, but I'd be curious of how much they actually sell every month. Like hard numbers, we'll never get them, but. Hopefully with the uh, 5.0 firmware, we can play PS Classics on our PlayStation 4. That would be very cool. And uh, PlayStation VR, though, number one was Super Hot VR, which Ooh, is awesome. Yep. And I don't think Super Hot VR was out that much, so. Yeah. Out that long, so. People are hungry right for good things in VR. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's only a few good things but the good things are good yeah it's i I wish there was a little bit more support for playstation vr because vr is just so cool you know when you play it you get it but you know it's expensive and it's an investment to make those games and it's you know the install base isn't as large as if you were to just put your game on ps4 yep for everybody you know Oh well, well, I I'm going to be actively looking for excuses to put my funny hat on. 
and I, I, I'm hoping for PSX announcements. I'm hoping for an announcement of when PSX tickets are going on sale, mm-hmm. because I need to. I still need to plan that out. I need a bit of flight in a hotel, and yeah, <laughs> shit. I've been putting that off for a while. <laughs> mm. So let's get into some news. We had numbers. Now we have news, 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 news. And it looks like EA Sports is going to add the WNBA to NBA Live 18. Hmm. So that's a thing. I don't know. This is a positive move, but... For NBA Live 18, I I just wonder if they're going to keep making these games because NBA Live just doesn't sell because it's not as good of a game. And right. I wonder if they're like overstretching themselves. Or, Who knows? I mean, this is could lure a lot of people in that really enjoy the WNBA. It's great for the WNBA to mm-hmm. finally be in a video game. Uh, I just kind of wish it wasn't nba live because yeah like you said who knows if they're going to keep making them because these games have not sold as well they have not been definitely have not been uh, up to snuff with nba 2k at all and it probably would have been better for the wnba to go with nba 2k to you know help grow their sport popularity and everything and get some of those female players out there and everything but you know EA might have turned around and threw a lot of cash at the league or something like that who knows it's good it's good for this game and it's good for the WNBA let's just hope let's that just, there are more yeah. improvements in this yes. year's NBA live other than just adding another roster yeah I agree. Uh, But you will be able to play as the biggest WNBA stars, which is pretty damn cool. Mm. Um, It'll be it'll have a a nice presence in that mode. They were talking about E3 called the one. Mm. Okay, Which is supposed to be the big, big thing for NBA Live 18. The one is exclusive to the Xbox One version. Oh. I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's unfortunate naming. It is. All right. Well, Maybe Microsoft threw money at them. Well, let's, I, I, I <laughs> doubt Microsoft is throwing money at them. Or, hmm. I, there's no. Microsoft I'm, is talking. They aren't throwing they money are. around, they're talking. They're sitting at the table. They ain't flashing their cash. They're talking with Sony about Minecraft, trying to get cross-play and seeing what the future of updates are going to be. And uh, so it doesn't look like it's happening. <laughs> no. They, like, Microsoft is out here saying, hey, we want to we wanna get cross-play working with PlayStation, but... They've got to approve, and they aren't approving. But we're still talking. Right. It's just <sighs> baffling. Baffling yeah. how how arrogant you can be. Sony, please. Don't, yeah. don't repeat the mistakes of the past. 
this is the new direction. This is if everyone else can play with each other on all the other platforms. When it comes to the next generation, who's going to stick with your platform? Right. I mean, it lets your game survive a lot longer, has a bitter, bitter, bigger install base and all that stuff, you know, but at least they're talking before, you know, at E3, they were like, no, fuck, fuck that. Sony was, but apparently on a, on a uh, FAQ for the better together update uh, for Minecraft, it says, while we are thrilled to be able to confirm the new version of Minecraft is coming to Nintendo Switch. We are still in discussions with Sony about PlayStation and have nothing to confirm. We would love to work with Sony to bring players on PlayStation 4 into this ecosystem as well. It's freaking Minecraft. Just let us play Minecraft <laughs> cross-platform. Holy shit. Yeah. I wonder if the holdup, though... Or at least a big hold up for Sony is and maybe they can work something out that like if you're playing the Switch version and want to do some crossplay sw- stuff, you need an Xbox Live account. Mm-hmm. And apparently Nintendo just doesn't fucking give a fuck. I mean, they're online. It's not that great anyways. Mm-hmm. So they could totally, <laughs> you know, they kind of need to piggyback off something like Xbox Live. But you know, I wonder if, if that's a holdup for Sony of like, we don't want people signing into your service on our console. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I wonder how they feel about that. I just think it's just it's all child's play right now. They're all acting. Yeah. like they're all acting like kids. Yeah. And Sony, Sony doesn't need it. Yeah, Microsoft they... needs it more than them. But <sighs> just imagine how good it would look. For the future right. of video games. Exactly. If people exactly. could just fucking play together. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's it's the way a lot of things are going to hopefully go. And to be honest, if that's the case, then it just makes PlayStation stronger because the only remaining thing is, if you can play with your friends no matter what console you're on, the only remaining thing is, is the games that you're producing. And Sony ha- obviously has the upper hand. Yeah. In the games that they're producing. So if the only if you can eliminate the fact that, oh, my friends are on Xbox, then what the hell? Right. I agree. However, Sony does not have the upper hand when it comes to changing your PSN name. No, they don't. Maybe (laughs) firmware 5.0, which we didn't mention it last week, but like people are beta testing it right mm-hmm. now we'll see don't get your hopes up no don't don't do it uh, but what does have my hopes up and a lot of things up right now some persona spin-off games baby mm. we're getting persona 3 dancing moon knight persona 5 dancing night star and persona q2 They'll all the dancing games will be on PS4 and Vita, and Persona Q2 will be a 3DS exclusive. But man, that Vita version, those dancing games, man! I saw Persona 4 dancing all night. I think it's called. Yeah. And like that for pers- when I saw that for Persona 4 fans, I'm like, wow. I guess maybe I should 
look into Persona 4, and I'm going to be playing Persona 4 sometime soon-ish when I have the time. <laughs> Why not? Throw, throw another <laughs> RPG on the list. But uh, the, just seeing that there's uh, some Persona games coming to the Vita, man, I'm, I'm excited to take Persona on the go. Yeah. I mean, these games, I feel, are perfect for the Vita. It's kind of... It's in the vein of a lot of the games that come out for the Vita, like JRPG or Japanese type of type of things, which and, is good. And this is exactly what I wanted to see. My favorite Persona characters dancing. That's that is a thing that I just want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see their dancing styles. Like, Do they dance at all in Persona 5? Not really, no. Okay. Which which has me curious, like what what kind of dance moves do they have? Yeah, who's I'm, going for the robot? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if like when they were making Persona Five, somebody wanted to put in something where you end up dancing, and then mm-hmm. their boss walked by and was like, "No, no, that's for the dancing game. Take mm-hmm. that shit out of this game right now." you're fucking fired yeah there were plenty of opportunities where you could have had some dance celebratory dancing or just like going out with your friends and dancing but they didn't have that yeah um i wonder like if it's going to just be the cast of like the your party members or if you're going to be able to see like other characters like your confidants or some of your enemies Mm -hmm. dancing man interesting Mm. though I guess that they're going back to Persona 3 and dipping into those characters Mm -hmm. as well with one of the games. That's pretty cool. Then you get the the new characters, I guess, from Persona 5 in in the other game. And these are all coming next year. Yeah. Which is very soon. Unlike when we heard of Persona 5 and then when it came out. (laughs) Yeah, that was a long time, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I would expect that Persona 3 comes to, like, I guess, uh, the classics, I guess. That was a PlayStation 2 game, I think. Yeah. I, I wonder that would that, be a smart. I if that makes, or if it already is on the PlayStation classics. Or if, I, I'm not sure, but that, that has to be out before this dancing game comes out. I, I have to imagine that's that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that would be a very smart move. Wonder because Persona Four was a PS2 game as well. I know the Vita version's the better version of that game, but you know, put that on classics too. People can just dive into all the Persona goodness. Mm-hmm. I wonder too. Like, don't they have a fighting franchise? Oh, I don't. Yeah, there I'm was still, some sort what? of Persona Arena battle or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Arena Ultimax? Yes. Persona 4 Arena. Arena, okay. And then there was Persona 4 Arena Ultimax? Are those two different things? I have no idea. I don't know. Either way, there's a Persona fighting game. And if it had Persona 4, I wonder if they will do a Persona 5 fighting game. Or just do a Persona fighting game with all the characters across. That would make sense, too. Mm. So much sense is being made. Mm. Mm. But this is Western sense. We know how Japanese game developers are. <laughs> they sometimes make weird decisions. Yeah. I, I wonder um, if these dancing games, though, will 
will land at the same time or if they will be spread apart. And it also is, you know, if they do have a fighting franchise, it is an interesting thing to put two of the same style of game out, you know, at the same time or in the same year. You know, maybe why not? If you have the fighting game development, why not maybe split it somehow? I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing some shit at the wall. Throwing some spaghetti noodles at the wall, seeing if it's cooked. Mm. Mm. I'm not we'll sure. See. I can't see the wall. Either way, if you like Persona, there's a lot of Persona goodness to come. I also wonder if Persona, the Persona Q franchise, will ever come to the Switch. Yeah, that's. it's strange that they chose to go to 3DS as an exclusive on 3DS. Yeah. yeah. You would. I would think that it would Although, be... A, Good decision to do both more 3ds's have sold this year than last year yeah i mean the 3ds is still killing it mm-hmm. and they still sell a lot of games on 3ds so it makes sense nintendo's not gonna drop it's a good it's a good gaming platform i'm not i'm not yeah. gonna detract from it it, it is a very yeah. good mobile gaming platform it is <sighs> well this is a blast from the past the summer <laughs> Games are coming back to Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Starting next week on Tuesday, Tuesday, August 8th, and ending on the 29th. Yeah, bringing back the summer games, bringing back the skins and all the loot stuff from it. So you have another chance to earn those. Man. All right. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah, there's there's new cosmetic items for this year, and then you can get the previous year's stuff on the cheap too. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and they're also bringing back Lucio Ball with it, which was basically uh, Rocket League, but with Lucio, and you're using Lucio's blast thing to knock a ball around. At least the field looked very similar. The ball seemed similar it definitely was not as fun as rocket league playing it last year Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of like shit wads last year that somehow found a way to like uh glitch the game and could Mm -hmm. choose other characters yeah hopefully that doesn't happen because that was very fucking frustrating last year it was it was indeed but i like some of these uh skins and stuff so i will jump in plus I'll jump in for this event, and also, I haven't tried Doomfist yet, so I want to do that, too. Yeah. So next week, I will probably be hopping into Overwatch. I need to get Tracer skins, because I'm good at Tracer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like Tracer skins a lot, and I like Zarya's as well. <laughs> All right. Well, right on. We can look forward to that coming up. <sighs> and I guess we could have seen this coming Bioware Montreal is merging with EA Motive. Yeah. So, yeah. If you didn't know, Bioware Montreal made Mass Effect Andromeda and other working with EA Motive, who does Star Wars stuff. Yes. I mean, apparently after Bioware, or after um, Bioware Montreal, Montreal shipped Andromeda, a lot of people already moved on to help EA Motive on some projects, so it's kind of just makes sense, I guess, to make them all under the EA Motive thing, but yeah, there's no... Basically confirms Bioware. no DLC coming for Andromeda. Definitely not. I mean, it, it basically puts puts the nail in the coffin for that shit. 
God, no, no DLC for Andromeda, but you know, at least though they, yeah, they just came out with an update on the multiplayer. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. at least though they didn't shut the studio down Mm -hmm. and these people at least get, got to keep their jobs and there's, you know, working on something else because EA is notorious for shutting down studios. So it's, it's good that, you know, they, they made a business move that will, you know, benefit other areas, benefit the star Star Wars Wars is ruining EA. That is my take on what is happening over the past few years. Won't be too long before EA just makes Star Wars in sports games, but there's a lot of money in that stuff. Fuck Battlefront, make Bad Company 3. <laughs> that would be great. You know, it, don't make a mainline Battlefield next, just make Bad Company 3. That would be exciting. I want Bad Company 3 so badly. It has been so fucking long. What, when, when was Battle was Bad Company two like two thousand eight or something? Two thousand ten, I think. But yeah, either way, it's been a long time. Oh yeah, two thousand ten. All right. Yeah, but and, mm, if we see, go a decade without a Bad Company, there is something wrong in this world. Bad Company was fucking fantastic. The destruction was fantastic in the multiplayer. The multiplayer as a whole was incredible. Mm-hmm. Gold the maps rush, were man. fucking great. Yeah, exactly. And the campaigns were awesome. Yeah, the characters were awesome. They were allowed to get goofy. Can't believe they dropped man. it. Now they're now they yeah. want to get all serious and shit. Nobody wants that anymore. Like if you want serious, like hardcore shit, you don't go to. I don't know. Battlefield just doesn't seem like the kind of game where you do that. Yeah. They just had something very special with Bad Company. And I kind of can't believe that they've just thrown it to the side. You know? Well, fucking EA got rid of Burnout. So who the fuck knows what who's making the goddamn decisions over there? You mm. want to fucking make Battlefront? You want to fucking make Need for Speed? Fuck y'all. <laughs> God. It so frustrates yeah, no, no, me. No support studio for Bioware anymore. It's now just Bioware Austin and in Edmonton. Why Frank. can't anyone make a good decision? Shit. <laughs> Go ask Andrew Wilson. But I have speaking of burnout. Yeah. I was cleaning my room a few weekends ago. And I found my original Xbox, okay? Okay. The OG Xbox. I thought I didn't have it anymore. And I'm like, cool. But I didn't have a I don't have controllers for it anymore. So I went and I got a controller for it. And the local store that there's only like four different stores, just press play. It's a fantastic fucking store. If you're for some reason listening to this podcast and you're in the Lancaster PA area and you like video games. Go to these stores. They're great. But they were selling – they sell those old games. They do it for PS2 and, and Xbox and I think GameCube where it's buy one, get one 50% off. So I got Burnout 3. Mm. I had to. Mm. Like I just mm. – I miss this so much. I, I love just that need to play it. soundtrack. That- mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Burnout. This is just making me angry. How about you You take this next one? You put it in, in this list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, there's not 
you know, a whole lot to say about it, but, you know, Runic Games is going to be releasing Hob on September 26th. Uh, Runic Games, they made the Torchlight games, and Hob is neat. I played Hob at PAX 2016. I very much enjoyed it. Um, it's got a very cool art style. I like the sound and atmosphere of this game. It's very Zelda-like. It's got fun uh, combat, great puzzles and everything. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a nice, nice small little game. Just put, mm. put that out there. If you're looking forward to something Zelda-ish. And when I say Zelda-ish, it's, it's 3D, but it kind of plays a little bit more like a, a 2D Zelda game. Ah, so all right. look forward to that. It looks cool. The trailer is cool. Watch the release date trailer. Yeah, but that's not coming out this week, man. We want, no. we want the games that are the here and now. We, want we can do that. And I, I think I'm going to start, start doing that right now. I'm going to yeah. let you know what games came out this week. Starting with Avon Collins. Well, that's just a retail release of a game we read last week. Yeah. Um, here we have Castle Storm VR Edition on PlayStation oh. VR digitally. Catapult yourself onto the battlefield like never before in Castle Storm VR. An exciting new take on the tower defense action RPG phenomenon. Pit knights, soldiers, archers, and even griffins against formidable foes in full VR castle versus castle combat. I did not know they were making a VR thing for Castle Storm. That's pretty neat. Next up is Demetrios, the big cynical adventure on PS4. Demetrios is a quirky adventure game packed with tons of humor. Uh, Bjorn Thronen, a slob of an antique dealer living in Paris, is robbed one night after coming home drunk, forced to conduct his own investigation with the help of his neighbor, Sandra. He ends up involved in a murky, mysterious affair. Will these unlikely heroes be able to rise up and discover ancient secrets? Hmm. Crazy hmm. adventure games, man. <laughs> okay, this looks funny. Dino Frontier on PlayStation VR digitally. Build and manage a frontier settlement in a world where the Wild West and Jurassic collide. Dino Frontier is a virtual reality simulation where players assume the role of Big Mayor. They must carefully balance resources while growing their town and surviving bandit attacks. Mm. That sounds exciting. Next up is Draw Fighters on PS4. Draw Fighters is a turn-based combat game with funny, amazing visuals. Fighters face each other in their struggle for victory in the great tournament of the three volcanoes. Mm. Here we have Frisky Business. I feel like we talked about this. Yeah, we already did. But I guess no, it got pushed back from when we talked about it before, yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, well, I'm not going to talk about it again. Yeah. Fuck it. The Long Dark. Fuck it. On PlayStation 4 digitally. The Long Dark is a thoughtful exploration survival experience that challenges solo players to think for themselves as they explore an expansive frozen wilderness in the aftermath of a geomagnetic disaster. This game was in early access for a while. 
and it's now out officially. Mm. Heard good things about it. Not my type of thing, but people say it's good. The long dark what? I don't know. Uh, next up is Patapon Remastered PS4. Patapon returns to PlayStation with new enhancements, taking full advantage of PS4 and PS4 Pro. For years, the Patapon tribe has lived in the desolate frontier, driven from their home by the evil Zigaton, Zigaton army. Finally, their wait has come to an end as the drums of war are heard once again. Mm. I know nothing about Patapon, but I know a lot of people like Patapon. No, Never played it. I. Hmm. All right. Um, the next game is Shadow Tactics, colon, Blades of the Shogun. On PS4, digital, and retail. Japan, 1615. A new new shogun seizes power over Japan and enforces nationwide peace. In his battle against conspiracy and rebellion, he recruits five specialists with extraordinary skills for assassination, sabotage, and espionage. But how much are they willing to sacrifice in the name of peace? That's it. That is it. What the hell is wrong with video games this week? There's not 20 video games coming to PS4. I'd like to say that I am thankful for there not being as many video games this week so that my mouth doesn't have to say more nonsense in these descriptions. (laughs) I agree. No more words need to come out of our mouths. Uh, you can listen to a new Caged Elephant album called Unpeeled if you want, or you can watch Alien Covenant, which Alien Covenant is a movie that I dislike the longer I get away from it. Mm. I've been thinking about a phrase, keeping your eyes peeled, and it just grosses me out. Peeling an eyeball. Like yeah, with, a, with a, like, like a potato peeler? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Let's mm. not... Let's not imagine that. Mm. No. Mm. No. You, you already are. You already are. It's one are of those imagining. things where you kind of, you see or imagine or hear something really nasty and your balls feel weird. You know that feeling? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the balls that feel weird, but I definitely get a weird feeling sometimes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Patapon looks weird, man. What 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 the fuck is a Patapon? I don't is, know. It's it it's like a little jar looking thing with an eyeball and an axe. <laughs> it just they look to me like Pikmin. Yeah. Like eyeball Pikmin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so those are the games that are out this week. I'm not sure. I don't think we have any topic to discuss. In nope. particular. Light news week. It's the summertime. Get used to it. But we are heading into a rapid acceleration of video games getting in your face. And we'll be happy to tell you what we think of them. And you should tell us what you think of us. You can do that by emailing us at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can tell me what you think of me at the Arctic Sloth. You can tell Tyler what you think of his beautiful baby face at Plugged On Vids. 
and that is also his YouTube channel where they do reviews of things like movies and music. And they also yeah. talk about games, too. That would be a correct statement, sir. It has been a pleasure blessing you with our mouth noises. Yes. I am excited to play video games this weekend. Yes. Play all we the did, We actually games. didn't end up playing anything together. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I mean, we did a little bit of Overwatch, but man. Yeah. Yeah. It sucked. It, it was yeah, it was just one of those things. It, it was pl- it was a playing video games in 2017 sort of thing where it's like, want to play this? Sorry, you can't. It's down for maintenance. Fuck you. Mm. Get out. It's like, but sir, I just want to play I my paid video for this games. Game. I paid for this video game and I want to play it, sir. Yeah, it is my right to be able to play this game. So go fuck yourself. These are my games and I want to play now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you for not letting me play my game. All right. Well, this has been episode 73 of the PlayStation Report. Thank you for sticking with us. We'll see you again next week. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games. Stay sauced. Stay sauced. God damn it. (laughs) We're out.